The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. This is Tracy Houston, writer, creator, and sound designer for Genius. Genius is a 13-episode thriller with a hint of gothic romance. Sabine Moriarty, a brilliant mathematician, is the sister of Sherlock Holmes's arch-nemesis, Jim. The story weaves between the present, where Jim enlists Sabine in his nefarious plan to be Sherlock's undoing, and the past, where we revisit the Moriarty siblings' troubled childhood. Genius is about probabilistic paradoxes, entangled loyalties, and people who ought to be smart enough to know better, but don't. This is episode four, along with the following diabolical device, where Sabine and Sherlock's tentative cat and mouse game culminates with their paths intersecting at the funeral of a famous interior decorator. And in flashbacks, young Jim and Sabine's fighting escalates so viciously that their father announces that he's sending them away for their own good. Thanks for listening. For more information about the podcast you are about to hear, visit genius-podcast.com. This dramatic podcast is intended for mature audiences and contains material that may be disturbing to some. London, 2005. Good day, where are we going? 84 Lime Street, please. Ah, Llewellyn Ross. Correct. Mind the radio. What? It's almost news hour. Oh, no. And now for the top headlines. The design world is reeling as interior designer Tyrone Bussey Howell, one of the UK's most influential interior decorators, has been found dead at his London what? home. What? Sorry, miss, you Howell want it down? Is not being treated as suspicious. The Shall I change it? No, no, leave it. His friends and family are devastated and utterly shocked at the tragic news, according to a statement issued this morning. Initial unconfirmed reports say that Bussy Howell drowned his cat in the bathtub before hanging himself. Poor bastard. A bright light has gone, the family state of red, and the world of interior design has become a little less glittery with ties passing. Stop! What? Stop here. Miss. I want to get out. Now. Hold on. I'll pull aside. Sorry, miss. Did you know him? No! Oh, thank God! It was him, wasn't it? Tyrone Bussy Howell. Oh, Sabine, I can't tell you. That was Ty. Ty, who was mad about cats. Oh, God, Sabine, don't. Please don't start. I can't take it. What did you do, Jim? Did you kill him? How can you ask me that? Now of all times, Sabine, you are so cruel. I've had such a hellishly busy week, and now this Did you? We we had quarreled. One of those huge spats. I said things I shouldn't... Like what? Oh, please don't make me... What? did you say? He found out what I'd do. And so you killed him! No, 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 no. We fought. He got very upset with me. He went home, didn't answer my texts, and... Hanged himself. Stop it, yes. He hanged himself. Oh, God, yes. And he wrote a note. <laughs> and drowned his cat. Oh, yes. Jesus Christ, Jim! Oh, my holy God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Genius by Tracy Houston.
Series 1, Episode 4, along with the following diabolical device. Baker Street. John. Oh. Hello. I forgot to mention that Constable Gregson is coming by. Really? What for this time? I may want your help, and so may he. And here he is. Constable Gregson. An assassination? That's a new one. Tell me about the Millennium Wheel. What? The London Eye. Are any high-profile events taking place there in a matter of days, inside of a week? I don't know. Think on it. Nothing that I'm aware of. Since the attacks, the UK's pretty off-limits for heads of state. The normal assassination target... There's no police detail assigned to the London Eye in the next few days? Well, okay, possibly, but... really... What? We are having a trade delegation from Beijing here, but it's not like it's... When? Uh, tomorrow. But it's been planned for ages. Aha! But I don't think... I don't have the leisure to speculate on a motive at this point. We must go immediately. Get in my jacket. South Bank, London. World's tallest cantilevered observation well over the 31st of December 1990. 3.5 million visitors. What's he looking for? Something. Of course. Hmm. Spot something? I confess I am no engineer, but. You should have a technician inspect the integrity of this particular capsule's drive mechanism. Engineers have looked over every capsule's drive mechanism already. But the shiny stripped metal around the bolt holes indicate that this particular mechanism has been dismantled recently, since the last rain. They've been checked. Check again. Oh, why not? Greg's in here. Look. I know you've done it before, but can you send a couple of very patient technicians to the London Eye? I know. I know. St. Matthias Psychiatric Hospital, 1980s. You can watch everything from this observation room. He can't see you through the glass, but I've told him that you've come. I'm sure he appreciates your support. All our patients benefit from a family that understands the benefits of electroconvulsive therapy. I don't want to be here. Sabine. And Sabine, Jim specifically requested that you come. I think it's wonderful that you are showing him support. It can be frightening at times. I imagine. Don't worry. ECT is much safer today. And the voltages are much lower. Oh, and they're wheeling him in right now. Ha! <laughs> Look at that! They've strapped him down. It won't take long. Five cycles of half a second each. Don't worry, he'll be sedated to make sure he doesn't hurt himself. You'll see, it's not so terrible. Look, he can see us. <laughs> he can't. It's one-way glass. You bugger, Temple! Please excuse me, I, I, I think Jim needs me. <laughs> you can close your eyes if you want. I think he can see us. Stop fussing. Doesn't hurt that much, you know. Sabine, Jim would like a word with you before we proceed. Daddy? Go. Go. Uh, hang on a moment. He wants to speak to his sister. Uh, 
It's okay. You can go with him. Sabine. Oh, Sabine. Oh, Jim. Watch my meat go hard when it happens. What? Watch my meat go hard when it goes. Ugh. What did he say? I didn't hear. All non-authorized personnel, please exit the capsules and stand back from the capsule dock to prepare for police action. The police are escorting their engineers to examine the capsule in question. I have no doubt they will discover the same traces of tampering that they previously overlooked. Excellent catch, Sherlock. <sighs> But there is still a detail that eludes me. Of course. The Millennium Wheel? An assassination? How did you know? Moriarty. Moriarty? Yes. And where did you find that? Go, go, go! Aha, they've called for reinforcements. Sherlock? Yes? How do you know that this is Moriarty's doing? You used to share your sources with me. I do. This is about that Sudoku puzzle, isn't it? That equation you asked me about, your visit to Professor Atterbury, your unexplained disappearance on Tuesday night. You don't utter a word for a day and a half, and now this. John, Are you I getting information from that Susan woman? Sabine Susan at the bistro that blew up? The same woman who broke into our flat and shot you? Who you won't admit shot you? Calm down. You're in contact with her. Why didn't you tell me? You know she's dangerous. You know you can't trust her. Yes. Don't trust her, do you? I don't. Then it's an intuition formed by meticulous intuition. My God, Sherlock! How can you know her information is valid? She's trying to trick you. Maybe she is Moriarty. Did you consider that? She's not. Then who is she? Moriarty's sister. Bravo, Mr. Holmes. They located the threat. An RFID. Someone had inserted a radio-controlled device into the capsule's drive mechanism. They're taking it to the lab straight away. Congratulations, Constable Gregson. Be sure to put in for a promotion. Right again, Sherlock. We're having the mechanics and the bomb squad examine each capsule's drive mechanism right now. The police will draw up an alternate plan. Excellent. Bromley, 1980s. going in the pond. Let go of him. <laughs> go on, go on. Kitty's going for a swim. Jim, give him back. Don't. You love Pythagoras more than me. You'll see what happens. Jim, ow. Bye-bye, Kitty. No. Let him go, Beanie. <laughs> it won't take long. Pythagoras. Pythagoras. No, let him go. I hate you. How's that, Beanie? Let's see you punch. Ow! Kill! <laughs> Beanie, I killed Pussycat! Poor, poor Pussycat! Now Sabine is all alone! Jim, I'll kill you! <laughs> Beanie! Stay there! Stay there and don't come up! What is this? Young lady, come out of there this instant. 
Jim, what is the meaning of this? He <laughs> tried to drown Pythagoras. Oh my God, Greta, in the pillow slip. You horrible, horrible children. You don't deserve to have pets. Greta. Is he dead? I don't know. Randolph Avenue. Aiden. I thought it over. What? Your lifespan calculation. That path integral work you've done. Oh, I, I thought you... It's impossible. It's just impossible. And even if your conjecture was valid, it's not right. But I will take a look at it. I'm going to poke it full of holes. Find the thing you've overlooked. Isolate the flaws in your process. Please do. Here, take a look. You have to be wrong. I have to be. There are rules, laws... Then why study math? If you want to colour inside the lines, you could become a physicist. I want to make the numbers dance. Don't you? I've walked here on my lunch. Got to get back. Oh, well, thank you. Baker Street. Where did you meet her? Sorry, what? Furtive texting, weighing your words carefully, a knit brow, biting your lip. I do that? You are communicating with a woman. A recent acquaintance, someone you are trying to impress, possibly negotiating some kind of social engagement. Oh, I... <laughs> Where did you meet her? Um, we went to school together. Hmm, you dated her for a while after you graduated, and then you broke it off when you were sent to Afghanistan. It wasn't serious. And now it is. Well, not exactly. That's precisely what people say once they suddenly find themselves overcommitted. You've swum out into ever-deepening water only to realise that you've lost sight of the shore. Well, I don't know where it'll end up. Scotland Yard again? No. Who then? I don't recognise the footfalls. A man, six foot tall, dress shoes, welted leather sole. Should I answer? We shall never discover unless we do. Hello? Mr. Sherlock Holmes? Over there. Do come in. <sighs> Mr. Holmes, I've heard about you. It is said that you solve the unsolvable, ah. and also that you are very, very discreet. They say it is the better part of valour. That's what I need. You may rely upon it. Unfold your story, for I am sure you have one. Are you aware of the death of Tyrone Bussy Howell? That interior decorator who committed- He didn't! He was murdered. I see. What leads you to think this? Uh, I just know. I just know. Mr. Um... Uh, Elliot. I'm Gary Elliot. Mr. Elliot, I sympathise that, of course, the unforeseen passing of Mr. Tyrone Bussy Howell is of concern. However, you do understand that I will need a bit more detail than that before I commit to a case. How do you know Mr. Bussy Howell? Uh, well, uh, well, some months past, Leslie... That's my partner, and I, we purchased a condo in Lambeth. An 18th floor beauty with stunning views over the city. We took on Tyrone to decorate. So you engaged him professionally? Yes, of course. And he did a top-notch job. Fantastic. Boffo. And then, months later, he... killed himself. I am missing something here. 
We became lovers. Aha. And Leslie... She doesn't know. Didn't know. That's why... Discretion. Yes. It would kill her. I'm not a homosexual or anything of the sort. Of course not. To Leslie, he's just the decorator. Certainly. But let us revisit what makes you think it was not a suicide. He's just not the type. He seemed happy. And there were no petty jealousies, no quarrels? We had an argument. You see, I had been worried that he was seeing someone, but we resolved it. He would never, never... Aha. Uh -huh. Well, I shall consider your application, but I must warn you that it does occur from time to time that someone chooses to end their own life, however hard it may be to accept. It was murder. I'm sure of it. The funeral is tomorrow. Thank you, Mr. Holmes. I mustn't keep you. Uh, but there is something else. There often is. The news report said there was a note. If he mentioned me, well, it would be catastrophic. Can you find out? I shall do my best. Please, Mr. Holmes. Well, there's that. Are you thinking there's something to it? I am thinking... How many lost souls burst through that door, ensnared in a mire of their own making? Each one thinking his particular pain or suffering over some botched romance is the pinnacle of human drama. But it might be murder. In matters of love, jealousy and desire twist men's minds to construct I know not what. It is a human weakness, creeping and insidious. Hello, what? Take heed, John, and let nothing but pure reason govern your actions. Oh, sod off. Too late. Alas. Bromley. 1980s. Sabine, stop clearing table. Come sit down for a moment. Sit down. Yes, Daddy. Jim, stay put, young man. Your mother and I have been talking. Recent events have made it clear to us that all our attempts to solve our problems are not having the desired effect. This is so hard. We've looked at the options available to us and we have decided to separate you. What? And send you both to public school. But why? It's what we have to do. We have no other choice. You'll have to board there. Oh no. No, bollocks! After that last incident with the pond, we just can't let things stand. As it is, you're killing your poor mother. But Jim tried to drown Pythagoras! That's enough, Sabine. I have my affairs to tend to, and your mother just can't cope. We think you'd both benefit from some discipline. That's because you want to fuck Craig in my bedroom! Oh, gosh. Jim! I want you to know that this comes at great personal expense and at immense cost and sacrifice for your mother and I. Money's never been a problem, but Daddy, maybe if we... No more discussion. The paperwork has been finalised. Jim, you'll be going to St. Cledwin's, which has an excellent athletics programme and the kind of regimented system that you will hopefully... Bollocks! 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 St. Cledwin's is in Wales! And Sabine, we sought out a school that had an excellent maths curriculum. Cranbourne School for Girls. But St. Cledwin's is in Wales! Cranbourne seemed very lovely, Sabine. The girls your age were quite accomplished. No! No, you can't! You can't! She's having a stroke. Randolph Avenue. 
What now? I'm in the corridor. I've got to see you. Please let me in. Jim! I need to talk to you. Urgently. Urgently, Sabina, or, or I wouldn't do this, I swear. Well, look at you. Can I Can come, I come in, in, please? Thank you. What do you want? Oh, God, Sabine, I need a favour. A huge favour. But you're going to turn me down. Probably. It's Ty's funeral. I've got to go, but I just can't. I can't do it. I can't face it. What? You know I can't stand funerals. Nobody really likes them. I need you. I need you to come with me. To the funeral? Yes, Sabine, yes, you have to come with me. You have to. There'll probably be somebody who will know me there, and I don't want to be recognised. I'm too upset. I can't speak. I've been a mess. Tyrone Bussy Howell's funeral. I can't face anybody. You killed him. No, he committed... God, Sabine, you can be so cruel sometimes. I need you to play my girlfriend like we used to. That's it. But you and Ty were... Ty was seeing someone else at the time. It would look bad, awkward if... If I went alone, it would set tongues wagging and I wouldn't do that to him. Please, Sabine, I know how you feel about these things, but I need you. I can't go alone, but I've got to be there. It's the right thing. I want to do the right thing. When is it? 2.30 St. James Piccadilly. Today? That's in just I honestly a... was going to go alone, but I couldn't bring myself. You could even come dressed as you are. You look fine. No, I'll throw something on. Oh, what a huge favour. A real favour. Thank you, Sabine. Nobody enjoys funerals, Jim. Offices of Llewellyn Ross, London. I hate these things, Aidan. I get tongue-tied and read off the slides. I'm glad you're here, Padmesh. You'll be an unbiased source. She and I studied at uni together, so Peyton and Masterson think I'm just sweet on her or something. Well, no, she's a genius. Okay. Whatever they ask... Just tell them honestly what you think. No problem. But mind, Peyton and Masterson, they're not so big on the maths angle. Yeah. Aiden Raftery, Padmish Sudeep, the ready thing now. Come in, come in. You can close the door. Gentlemen, this is Aiden Raftery, executive designer, risk and exposure, and this is Padmesh Sudeep, who supervises cat modeling management. Hiya. Hi. Aiden, the board wants to discuss your engaging of Sabine Moriarty, our latest consultant. Certainly. Well, Mr. Raftery, let me be blunt. We're paying her a lot of money and we haven't seen her. Well, she works from home. Really? The level of math she's doing, it requires a lot of concentration. The office is a bit chaotic. And where does she live? In London. W9. So she could come in. But prefers not to. Oh. Her home office is a large glass dining table in the centre of her flat. She has her own way of working. That's quite common with mathematicians of her order. And they cost a lot. And Padmesh, what is your opinion of the work? Outstanding. Top-notch. Really? She's already redesigned some of our standard models. Who asked her to do that? I did. They were imperfect. Llewellyn Ross has been using those models since the 1970s. They have been tested time and time again. I know. And so you had a new hire redesign them? Sir, she did an excellent job. Really. She's, I hate to say, she really is a mathematics genius. We are lucky to have her. But Aiden, she was a friend of yours. Acquaintance. 
From school. Trinity College. Oxford. Yes. Finished top of her year with first. She was a superstar. Fields medal type. I see. And so why is she working for us? Why is a super achiever not off somewhere designing rockets? That, I couldn't tell you. St. James Church, Piccadilly. <sighs> Lovely service. <laughs> Sabine. Jim. I didn't do it, Sabine. Shh. I didn't kill him. Wait till we're outside. Oh my god, there he is. Who? The boyfriend. Oh my god. Where? With his wife. Bastard. Let them pass. Come, we're behind them now. Let's go out. Please let the hearse through. Oh, look who's here. Sherlock Holmes. Who? Where? He doesn't know you've spotted... <gasps> Jim? Jim? Where do you... Damn it! Excuse me, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, excuse me. Taxi! Are you free? Certainly, ma'am. Hello, sir. Where are you headed? Did you mark that taxi that just pulled away? I did, sir. I want to know where it's going. Keep a safe distance back. As covert as you like. This is Baker Street, Mum. Perfect. Drop me right here. Here's your change. That's fine. Drop their passenger off here. Do you want to get off? This is Baker Street. It most certainly is. I can continue if you'd like. Otherwise, 14 pounds. This is fine, thank you. me. I live here. And the funeral? I was surprised to see you there. And I you? Friend of the deceased. No. You? Not at all. Interesting. Yes. You were with your brother. You were investigating Tyrone Bussy Howell's death. Investigating an investigation? You think Ty was murdered? Possibly. And now that you see my brother at the funeral, you think he did it? Did he? Perhaps. I'm no longer certain. I see. Do you? The last time we met... Yes. ...something unprecedented happened. Something beyond the pale. Unforgivable. Yes, I... And it is incumbent upon me to inform you quite honestly that I do not know how it came to pass. I understand. And I must insist to you that I meant nothing by it. Neither did I. 
I regret sincerely any awkwardness it may have created. I agree. It's funny. When I was a child, I had a distinct fear that I would fall from a great height. Irrational. Statistically unlikely. Unless one should choose to jump. But what if the probability of choosing is unlikely? I worked it out mathematically, created a formula that made it impossible to die in any way but one. Is that even possible? That's an open question. I could explain it, but... But you won't. But you'd be lost. Conservation of probability. Continuity equation. Schrodinger probability waves. Ah. Wait. Don't answer it. Why not? Who is it? You know exactly who it is. Your brother. Don't answer it. Why not? He'll know. No, give me that. What does he want? I don't know. He's looking for me. Ah. You don't wish to be found. That's why you came here. Do you recall when I was here last? Yes. Your gun? John's service revolver. I took a risk. A calculated risk. It was loaded. You knew that. I aimed very close. A calculated risk. It was. But your ear... Yes. I drew blood. Plaster fragments. Did I hurt you? No. Let me see. Don't. Yes. No. Adroitly concealed beneath your blouse. A devotional medal. Yes. St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. Let's put it aside. St. Mary Magdalene, the only female disciple of Jesus. Feast day, July 22nd. Patron saint of penitent sinners, reformed prostitutes. Protection from sexual temptation. First to see Christ after his resurrection. Don't think... this goes any further, I must insist. Ah, yes. Of course. John has a secret cache in his room. Fiendishly beautiful view. All those little lives going about their business down there. Sergeant Toby Gregson of the Metropolitan Police. Sergeant, you were overseeing the task force that discovered a remote device concealed in one of the capsules just days earlier. I was, yes. No idea. that it's a remarkable vote of confidence in the police that so soon after the attacks, the Chinese delegation has agreed to continue with the trade mission? It is, yes. Thanks to diligent police work, completely and oblivious. Check and recheck 
totally unawares of what's going to happen right above them. Can you tell us what the delegation will be seeing on a day like today? Well, I'm not sure, Jen. I understand that normally you can see as far as Windsor Castle. Sorry, wait a moment. Not so fast, Governor. What are we seeing here? There seems... There seems... Can we get an angle on the Lord Mayor's capsule? <laughs> it appears to be fogging up. Real never clue, gentlemen. House advantage, double zero. Bromley, 1980s. All packed up. Don't you ever knock. It's not like you're naked. All packed? Everything's in the car? Yes. Excited to go to Cranbourne School for exceptionally gifted beanies? No, I'm not. Yeah, me neither. You look nice in your uniform. It's uncomfortable. Scratchy. Tuck in your shirt. It'll be better. I'm here to say goodbye. I will write you. Get off. You don't believe me? We'll never see each other again. That's not true. It'll be at Mother's funeral. <gasps> what? Don't say that. Have you seen her? She's a zombie taking all those pills. When we're gone, I think she'll get better. Now that Dad's got us out of the way, do you think he wants her around? No, Jim, I, I don't think that. He's upping the dosage, the pills in the fridge. He's got scads more on the desk. In fact, I nicked some. What? Father will kill you. And <laughs> lose his deposit on St. Cledwin's. Besides, he had tons. Here, I got you some. What will I do with these? Some days, school won't seem like so much fun. And being a zombie will help? It's pleasant. Why do you think Mother takes them? Besides, you can always sell them to your friends. But not for less than five bob. Thanks, I guess. So long, sis. It was lovely knowing you. Come off it. We'll see each other at Christmas time. No, we won't. During school vacation? No. Come on. No, that's it. I don't want to come back here. They're not my real parents. I hate them. What about me? I come back for you, Beanie, of course, but they don't want me around. You're making me sad. Do you still remember how to climb out your window? Yes. Sure. Yes, it's easier now. The tree's taller. And you've packed anything you want to keep, right? Yes. Good. I got you this. A wet towel? Thanks a million. You'll need it in a minute. I'm going to bid Father farewell. What do you mean? You're not going to act up, are you? Remember, you can always climb out the window. Keep the door shut, but listen. Love you, sis. Study hard. Baker Street. Sabine. Mm. What just transpired... We... I'll see myself out. Ah, this. La Venue Restaurant, London. Another glass of wine, madam? No, thank you. Of course. Actually, um, I wouldn't mind. 
Oh. Sorry. Excuse me. Beg your pardon, ma'am, but there's been Would something... Would I be able to get another glass? Sorry, n not right now. I'll be right back. Oh? Right with you in a minute. It, it, just something's happened. What? What is it? It's... Uh, there's been another attack. What? When? Just now. Everybody's watching it in the kitchen. Where? The Millennium Wheel. Right now, on the telly. The Lord Mayor was with a trade delegation from China. An explosion. No, the capsule they were in... It fell. You wouldn't believe it. Just filled with smoke. Right there on the telly in front of everybody. Just turned white with smoke. With everyone inside. Right there on the telly. Oh, my God. They couldn't breathe, you know. And, and you could see it all. All of it. Live. They were trying to open the window. But they're sealed. And they were all writhing and squirming. Oh, it was it was awful. They're trying to get the carriage down now, but uh, no one can see if anyone's still alive. Right, ghastly, that. I've got to go. Immediately. Here, that ought to be more than enough. Be careful out there. Baker Street. What is it? Yes. Yes, I'll be there directly. South Bank, London. Here, here, this is it. Sorry, looks like the street's closed. That's fine. I'll walk up. But the police called and I I can't. know. Thank you. Keep the change. Uh, sorry, ma'am. We're closed for today. No, I've got to. There's police action underway. Please cooperate. I'll just be a minute. Excuse me. Remain behind the police line. Excuse me. Constable Gregson? Sherlock? Get in the car, Mr. Holmes. Wait! Madam, please let the car pass, please. Let him through. Where are they taking him? Let him through. No. Hey, sis. <gasps> Jim. Sorry to dash off on you at the funeral. I tried calling, but you were... out. Bromley, 1980s. Jim! I can't take a wet towel with me to school. Young man! Cut it up! Take your boots off! Fuck you, you fat old queer! Jim! Come on, take a swing, old man! You don't dare! Send me back to my parents! Boy, they wouldn't have you! Come on, let's see you! Stop that! Right now! Fuck you, you big old cock-fucking faggot! Come here, you! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh. What are you doing? Who's sorry now, eh? You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. No! Jim! No! Please! Don't! Say you wish you hadn't adopted me. No! Jim! No! Put that away! <laughs> Up in flames! Oh my god! It's for the door, of course! Gordon! Quickly! Get out! Call the fire brigade! Where's the beast? Where's your sister? Is she downstairs? And the tree! Oh, she's all right!
Genius Series 1 is presented without advertising. Please consider a contribution at genius-podcast.com to help us recover the costs and produce a second series. Genius is written by Tracy Houston. The Genius Company of Players are Sarah Marsham as Sabine Moriarty and others, Mitchell Cohen as Jim Moriarty, Gary Elliott and others, James Loy as Sherlock Holmes and others, Amir Sama Nakjavani as John Watson, Anthony Bryce Jones and others, James Malek as Gregson, Mr. Moriarty, Mycroft Holmes and others, Calder Levine as Aidan Raftery and others, Siobhan Galpin as the narrator, Mrs. Moriarty and others. Matt Dawson and Natalie Darbison performed various voices. The series was produced, directed and edited by Rob Langford and recorded by Rob Langford and Natalie Darbison. Tracy Houston designed and edited the sound and Virgil Rockford composed the original music. Sherlock's violin was played by Tony George. Visit us at genius-podcast.com.